Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding, and I'm just going to get right into it today. So in case you missed over the last couple of weeks with Black Friday, Cyber Monday chaos, or not chaos, depending on how you fared, Shopify finally announced that they are releasing a native GA4 integration. They stated by December, sorry, not December, March 2023, it'll be live. And that was pretty much the, the details of it. So I would assume at some point in Q1, there will be an announcement and that transition from the native universal analytics integration that Shopify has to a native GA4 integration will happen. Uh, I wish I had more uh, insider info on all the intricate details on exactly how it will work or what, if any, customization you will have. But just a heads up, that is coming down the pipeline. While we are on the GA4 topic, which I don't know about you, but Man, I, even though GA4 is squarely in my world, I'm very tired of all of the GA4 is coming, world is ending, and I I realize I've certainly played my part in that, but it's been so much in 2022 to just continue to listen to, wrap your head around so many changes, trying to keep up with as Google's rolling out more metrics and dimensions and tweaks and changes to try to, to match some of what UA has. But in any case... It's going to continue next year. It'll be a hotter topic as we finally face the reality that GA4 is going to be the de facto tool from Google for measuring your website analysis. So with that, one trend that we are seeing is not a surprise. Most that are using GA4 data today are not using GA4 in the UI. So they're not going and loading up GA4 in their browser. They are typically pulling and ingesting that data either into a Looker, aka Data Studio report to rebuild some of those reporting functions and capabilities or pulling GA4 data into other tools for analysis. And honestly, I would anticipate that being the norm for a bit as it's going to take all of us time to adjust to the just a way to analyze data in GA4. It's frankly, it's almost like learning a brand new skill and skills take time to learn, evolve, adapt and fine tune. So you you don't need to spend 10 hours doing something that used to take you 30 minutes. But in any case, that is a trend that we're seeing. The other trend, and this is another big big thing I see going into 2023, 2024, et cetera, it's just a bigger reliance for brands to use their own data warehouse. Now, that term may sound scary, but there is an easy connection from GA4 to essentially pipe data into BigQuery, which gets you faster access to that data. And there's more and more quote-unquote no-code solutions or plugins that you can essentially sit on top of BigQuery, including Looker Data Studio, uh, and others that just to help with that analysis. So you don't, if you don't have an in-house data engineer or analyst to help put these things together, you'll likely see more and more of these no-code solutions to 
help you get more out of your GA4 data faster. So again, a couple of quick things, GA4, the native Shopify announcement or the native support announcement that Shopify had. A lot of GA4 reporting and analysis happening outside of the user interface and also a another one where more piping into a data warehouse that you can begin blending, merging with other data sets from other data sources and uh, really just try to bring a faster awareness to insights on where you can take action. The next thing, next topic I have is a really quick analysis on the Black Friday, Cyber Monday week or Cyber Week. Or I heard a new term. I don't know exactly what it was called. But anyways, it's more like that week of the Tuesday. I didn't actually write, write down the dates, but it's, it's essentially that week where you go from Tuesday to Wednesday before Black Friday to that Tuesday to Wednesday after Cyber Monday to try to get that the pre-Black Friday uh, sales and announcements that go out to the old, what I call the old Cyber Monday, and then some of those last chance sales that go out after Cyber Monday. So in that roughly week and a half period, some quick uh, data points that we saw on our side, the average difference from this year compared to last year was a 24% increase in revenue. So again, that's just a generic this year compared to last year, not slicing and dicing that at all, just an, an average of 24% increase. And this is from about 500 data sets. The interesting thing was the just a split of this. So we had, there were about 55% of brands were higher than last year and 45% were lower. And again, those spreads were fairly diverse and wide as well. So a lot more to uncover as we wrap up the year and, and potentially do some bigger Q4 analysis, but just wanted to share that. Again, overall, an aggregate 24% higher from last year. Uh, but again, again, we were seeing that fairly equal split of those that were higher versus lower. But we haven't broken down going back to October because there's so many brands that were starting their sales early in October or even early November. Some that weren't really doing any big promos or campaigns this year because of the focus on profitability over just trying to drive revenue. So take that with a grain of salt. With that, we'll continue down this Black Friday or just Q4 shopping trend. I read a note from, make sure to give credit here, Ben Kruger from Google on LinkedIn. And he shared a really interesting reminder that I thought I would share with you. And that's December 17th is the third biggest shopping day of the year. And that is no surprise. That is the last minute scramble like yours truly that you're listening to, scrambling for that last minute gift giving. And the insight that he shared, I think he's in the Google ads world, but the insight he shared was essentially looking at your days to conversion metric for either different campaigns or just obviously down to the product and potentially focusing more on those products where you see that lower days to conversion. So think socks versus a suit. So if it's something like a socks or a smaller accessory, you may not wanna buy it for yourself, but it could make a really easy gift that you are totally fine checking the box of getting a gift and getting that for someone else. So that was an interesting example and reminder that there's still a lot of business to be done in December. And with December 17th being the third biggest shopping day of the year, that's uh, that's nothing to slouch at. 
All right, so we'll transition over here to uh, some other trends that I'm seeing as we go into 2023. Headless has been a big topic over the last couple of years. A lot of brands moving to headless and even most recently seeing some brands move away from headless and back to the native Shopify theme engine or Shopify 2.0. And I won't go into that particular conversation or topic, but I will share we are starting to see more and more brands start to put the native hydrogen headless implementation on their roadmap for next year. And uh, if you did not listen to my previous episode with John, it was in the 20 to 30 range. So if you're scrolling on Spotify or Apple, you might need to scroll down quite a bit because I think this is episode 52. Uh, but we, John and I talked about the basically the state of headless tracking in, in the world of Shopify. And that was one of the predictions or things that we were talking about that we anticipated seeing more and more of. And that was brands moving to hydrogen versus going to their own fully custom stack that they would have to maintain essentially everything. So that is something that we are seeing again, hydrogen uh, launches, many more launches being planned than what we've seen in the past. And the other one, this is going to help tee up more content from, from me and from the Elevar team over next year is a big focus on conversion rate optimization. And this is essentially a no-brainer considering costs in the state of the market and economy is essentially just trying to get more out of your existing traffic. And we see a bigger focus and need from our customers on how you can get more out of your data and very specific to conversion rate optimization. And Nick Sharma and his his newsletter that he sends out every Sunday, I think that was even one of his call outs as well in this past email was just about that focus on landing page optimization and just understanding all of the nuances of the behavior, what are people clicking on, what's leading to conversions or people exiting, et cetera. And that type of analysis is really I've seen more and more of this from our customers as they start to think about next year. And their focus is, again, just getting more out of your data and more conversions with the same amount of traffic. If you have any particular trends or things that you're interested in or topics that you'd like to see either me talk about or bring on other guests to have them talk about, we do have an exciting guest next week that'll be joining us. I'd love to hear your feedback as I start thinking about how we can transition this podcast into 2023 and bringing more relevant and up-to-date content that can help you and your journey through the entire year as we'll always be sprinkling in conversion tracking and server-side tracking and Shopify analytics, et cetera. But if there are any specifics with your business and what you're seeing in the economy, if you'd like to see a little bit more focus on data analysis, conversion rate optimization, I'd love to hear that so we can plan that into our schedule. And last but not least, I wanted to give a big shout out to our entire team and specifically our product and engineering team. We had our Black Friday, Cyber Monday that we've ever had with all of the new brands that we are supporting on their server-side tracking using the Elevar server. For those that don't know, we've historically, the last two years, we've had two different types of options. So if you wanted to come to Elevar for server-side tracking, you could go through door A, which was, hey, you go Google Cloud and everything is hosted in your GTM server-side container. That's connected to Google Cloud. Or you can go B, using Elevar's fully managed server-side tracking. 
And we've had those running in parallel for a couple of years. And we got well over 1,000, 1,200 uh, events, conversions per second through a sustained period through Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, no issues. And it was just amazing to see how quickly we were able to get brands up and running on our fully managed server-side tracking during the Super Bowl for many of you. So big props to our team for handling uh, such a critical time of the year. And with that, I hope you have a great week. And again, just shoot me an email if you have any topics or feedback on how we can improve this for next year. I'm not cutting off. We will have more episodes coming out through December. But uh, just as we get into thinking about next year, we'd love your feedback. My email is brad at getlvr.com or you can shoot me an email on LinkedIn or Twitter. LinkedIn, I generally check that more often. Alrighty, that's it. See you next week. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again. Thanks again.